Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. I'm in here once again with my boy, Raheem. And during pre-production, one of the things that came up was it's been nine months since we've been in this formal pandemic. At the beginning of this pandemic, we all had thoughts. But by this time, I don't think a lot of people saw it going this way. And I think a lot of people are shocked how many people are affected more harshly financially than they are like physically in their actual body. Like they're not like even if they were to get sick, the sickness would would be worse because they're already not even working. You know what I'm saying? So it's like not only are are you not working now, but now we about to have you fall into more debt and more stress and more everything on top of oh yeah you got this sickness but see to they 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 kind of like throughout the whole covid pandemic well from what i've seen is like people have cultivated and grown okay with it like people at the beginning of covid nobody like nobody liked the lockdown right everyone was well I would say more people didn't like it than some people liked it. Mm. Some people were like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go home. You know, I needed a break from work. And, you know, the majority were like, oh, you know, how am I going to feed my family? This, that, and the third. So then that's when the government issued out, you know, the first stimulus check. And people were getting that and everybody was happy. Then people were getting their tax on top of that. Everybody was like, okay. like We're going to survive Yeah. It. Like the government, they, they throwing us a little bone. So we all right. And, you know, I think, like, all that was planned out, you know, people were getting, you know, thousands and thousands, but I think that they knew people's spending habits, Mm -hmm. and so they knew that, you know, around this time, you know, people were, a month of that money was going to be gone. Oh, yeah. You know, especially now with Christmas and everything coming around. So, you know... Now that they've just been talking about this new stimulus now that, you know, Joe Biden is the new elected president, they've kind of, like, just told people, you know, it's going to be okay. Like, you guys are going to get some more money for staying Mm -hmm. home, and people are okay with it. They kind of don't even want to go back to work anymore. Wow. So, my thoughts are just, like... I knew that it was going to be a boost to the economy in some ways and an absolute decimation of the economy in other ways. You oh, know? yeah. The rich? Oh, the oh ri- my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah, the rich are cleaning up. And one of the things that I really think that's about to take place is these foreclosures. When these foreclosures hit the market, I mean, the amount and flood of homes that are about to be... This was a wealth transfer. Oh, it's a huge wealth transfer. Like, all of those people who were just barely making it, barely paying their rent, like... And then they they took that deferment and tried to do something else with that money or flip it or this, that, and the third, and then that backfired. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, 
oh shoot, like I'm really in a situation where I'm about to have to lose my house because I really cannot continue to pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then Lord knows what happened to a lot of people during COVID because all the sales for, you know, household things went up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Weed sales went up. Yep. You got alcohol sales that went up. Yep. And even food sales went up. People were buying out the stores. And when you got people just cuddled up in the house, what do people like to do? They like to have sex. Mm-hmm. So now you got, you know, a lot of, you know, I don't, I don't want to say it, but COVID babies, you know, <laughs> in the making. And... You know, if that apply, if your situation applies to that situation, it's making that much worse. That much worse. And one of the things that always sticks out to me about this whole COVID situation is just how encompassing it is over your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like every move, every transition, everything that you're thinking of has to take into consideration the pandemic. You can't travel nowhere. You can't think about traveling nowhere. You can't do nothing without, oh, do they test? What? What's to this? I got what's my the, mask. You know what I'm saying? I got my mask. So it's just like, it's all leading us somewhere. Like, what's, like think about it. If mask and COVID was the first scare and it's already proven successful what's the next big thing they can do just by giving people some money they don't already took like you said they already took away more than 50% of people's livelihood you don't wake up and go to work anymore you know what I'm saying right Right. What, what, it's like what, 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 what they gonna take next? Like you said, they they gonna take your house. Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. like basically you're sitting at home. Like what are you working for? Or what do you what work are you doing? Exactly. And right now is the best time to be a part of the self improvement mindset because if you're not making yourself tangibly worth more because of the knowledge that you possess in something it's about to get ugly because I don't foresee this thing ending soon and I think the wealth gap is about to get far greater than what we could ever have imagined and I think that there's it's still a quiet before the storm. Like, I still feel like people aren't truly understanding yet the implications of showing the government just how powerful they really are. Man. I don't think, you know, well, well what signs do you think? It, like it's going to happen, you know. Is the um, it, I just think it's going to be more of a clamp down on privacy, like just how they did a, a 
a clamp down on like internet privacy uh-huh. by like going to all of the major internet providers like or people that are on the internet Google and all these different platforms and places and they strategically kind of put everybody on their agenda you know what I'm saying like if 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 you want widespread national coverage of something worldwide coverage of something constantly mm-hmm. then it has to be within a certain boundary or 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 situ- like it has to be sugar-coated through their lens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like... It has to paint what their story. Yeah, their story has to be painted. And if it deviates from their agenda, their power, their... Whatever it is they're trying to garner, then you're you're deplatformed or you're, you're, you're canceled, banned. Yeah. Like, and it's like... I think these restrictions make it easier to ban people because you could you could easily say everybody that doesn't have a government issued uh, this type of face mask can't enter it can't enter this type of facility or come here or go there. You know what I'm saying? So it'll start weeding out the people that don't have an extra. Well, I mean, they kind of already do that. Think about all the people on social media that are "quote unquote" verified, right? You know what I'm saying? The people on Instagram, but that's what I'm the saying. They're Twitter, gonna do a real life verification because this it's the internet verification. Like I said, with mm-hmm. clamping the 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 uh, free speech down, and then there's gonna be a real life mocking version of it where it's like, okay, you don't have the red. N95 uh, government issued mask, then you can't come into this area or oh, yeah. you can't come into this town. Yeah, it'll get there. There, there'll be tighter. Yeah, you can't use this airport without X, Y, and Z now. Hmm. Absolutely. So it 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 marks the barrier to entry higher and higher and higher. And if you're a poor person. That means the chances of you visiting out of the country, the chances of you going state to state and like maybe relocating, it's all downhill. This vaccine. That's where that's going to come in. That's where it's going to start. Yeah. When the vaccine launch, it's going to be a whole new, like, basically blanket that they already done add. Like, like basically, they already got COVID. That's one blanket. Then the mask came. That was like another blanket. So now uh, they're adding another blanket, and this will be the vaccine. Right. And it'll affect different things, such as, like you said, travel. I think one thing is going to affect most of all is school. Yeah. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of teachers and students who opt in, and it's going to be a lot of teachers and students who opt out. Mm-hmm. And I think... Is gonna be a real big fuss that I I don't know how they're gonna deal with it. Yeah, I because mean, for the ones who opt out, how are they gonna, you know, s- succumb for that? Well, this is what I will say: it opens the door for new innovation because teleschool might be the new standard and normal. Nah, they, they gonna open it back up. I even learned today in states that they already got other schools open back up. And it, and it's funny that and it's funny how I learned that, but you do not see that 
on the news. You don't see on the news that other states have their schools open. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we just think here the same thing that's here is happening everywhere. And it's not. And that's not true. It's not true. And that is one of the biggest things the you know the media plays on you. And that it makes you think that something that's happening, you know, in your place is just happening everywhere. And that everybody's doing the same thing you're doing. And that it just does not be it's not true at all. So, like, I learned today that just in North Carolina, you know, certain classes of students are allowed, because their classes are small and their schools are small, they're allowed to, you know what I'm saying, go to the school. They got space to social distance and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, because every school up here is closed. Right. Like, that was amazing to learn from. I learned that why because my friend was a teacher. Yeah, well, I got I like I have clients, uh-huh. schools in in close as VA that are still open. You know wow. what I'm saying? So it's like, but they're private little, either monetary, um, uh, what do they call them? Them schools? I'm not sure. I know a private school. It's a it's a private school, but it's like a certain type of private school. Um, a Catholic school? No, no, no. Okay. But it, it, it like really a science it, and tech type of school, or nah. something to deal with like a certain engineering or art or no, no, no. It's, okay. it's but it's it's more so about the size, you know, okay. like charter schools and things of that nature, where it's okay. like they're okay. they're much more contained because the barrier to entry to get into the schools is so high that like everything's already so secure and they can keep such a close eye on the families and the travel and everything that it's a much more safe environment than just somebody going straight to a public school Mm. and they can't keep an eye on every little detail type of thing you know so i guess that like School, depending on how many teachers it is, you know, it's not like it wouldn't have no more than like what 200, 300 students. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Mm. And I think more, more situations like that is going to pop up where there's going to be these elite schools, like there are already, but there are going to be more of these little elite schools popping up where they only have like two, three hundred students, you know, and those would be the standard. I think that it'll only affect the children who are allowed to, you know, go to school, which, again, like I said, they they will take the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And then this just plays into, you know, real world as we know it, because I, you know, researched that Joe Biden's um, new bill Mm -hmm. that he wants to bring in when he's first sworn into office is um it's like a new equal right acts bill okay and but what this bill does is again something that benefits the lgbtq mm, community of you know? course of course and underlying what it does is it's giving children power to basically do things now without their parents consent wow demonic 
So, so yeah, so they don't have to be, you know how, let's just say for the simplest thing of like getting a tattoo, like you, it's a, you, it's a law that you have to be at least what, 16? I think 18. Okay. But uh, if you're younger, you gotta have, you gotta have an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Sign off to say that like they're allowing you to get in and whatnot. And now basically that's not the case. Null and void. Yeah. And that applies to in things but like see, that applies to things like at the doctor's office. So let's say like you go to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And your, you know your your boy or your daughter like wants some surgery or something, and they're underage. Nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. But see, don't don't you see now how I feel like it's low key demonic, the legislation. That oh, comes yeah, from, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yes, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? So it's just like, why are we so caught up on red or blue when it's really about what are they? What's right and wrong? Yeah, what, what's right? What's wrong? What does God's word say? Like, is anybody tapped into like right or wrong no more? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, the, the morality of this world is just so off the charts it's, that it's off the charts. Man. It's like you're living in modern day Babylon. Like real talk, that's what this actually is, and people and people don't know it. People are like so sleep. I know, I know. That's the thing. People don't even know what Babylon was. People know about it, but they don't know. The, but they don't know what. Yeah, yeah the but they inner can't, they can't tell you what it was. Yeah, they can't tell you. They can't even tell you who the king of Babylon was. Right. 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 Nebuchadnezzar, am I right? Yeah. They can't even tell you that it was Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'd be like, who the king? You know what I'm saying? Man. But I think when when I see times like this, one of the things that I've been having to do lately is just like resist the feeling to complain and dial in on like just be extra in tune with the Lord. Like yeah, pray, because like praying extra hard. Yeah, well, even praying for the things that lead you away from God. You know what I'm saying? Like certain people that may have a face of a friend, but they could be under demonic possession at the time that they gave you some some information. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and it's why it's it's so hard to. It's so hard to like walk like Jesus now. Like it's so hard to blindly trust people. Oh, I know. Because people are so. But Jesus don't ask us to blindly trust nobody, though. You don't think so? No, he uh-huh. did. No, 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 he didn't. Okay, okay. No, he knew. He see, he talked to the Father more than we did, so he knew who was actually standing in front of him. Like he had an intimate relationship. God was like literally. Like telling him, yeah, like, like hey, trust his person, yeah, trust like, person. yeah, we he not, about we his word, he about his but word, he, but he always told us how dangerous man was, you know what I'm saying? He always told us, yeah, this I ain't, yeah, like, he, I don't think he ever led with trust everybody. I think that's that's the world's version of a Christian is that 
oh, they, you ain't you supposed to be naive? Ain't you supposed to just be trusting? Ain't you supposed to just forgive me every time I do you wrong? And no, no, like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. That's that, what I'm that saying. Makes you an idiot, yeah. Like, no, you, you supposed to be that, forgiving, you, yeah. But once you see somebody across, yeah, dog, yeah, you keep it moving, bro. Exactly. You don't mess with him no more. Exactly, and I, I believe that's what God would call us to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I and even going back to COVID, mm-hmm. at this point in our lives mm-hmm. we have to ask ourselves what do we care about oh yeah you gotta mm-hmm. actually stop for two seconds in this rat race and say yo what do I care about uh, you know what I tell people to, to, to really answer to how to answer that question if you didn't have a cell phone right mm-hmm. take away your cell phone Take away your job and well yeah, you, you gotta have a car. Yeah, so just take away your cell phone, take away your job. Take away your like one of your main ways of communication and take away like your livelihood. What are you waking up every day for? Like, because now you see at that point when you wake up and you have like no obligation, who are you going to kick it with? What are you going to do? Yeah. What do you really like to do? Yeah. Who do you care about? Who are you going to call and you know be like, hey, what you doing? You know, like, you breathing today? Yeah. Not even call, but it's like tap in. Yeah, it's it's like who are you going to talk to in, in your family, in your house, and about what? Exactly. Like, can you even talk to the people in your house? Do you even have relationships with the people in your house? That's why I say take your phone away. Yeah. Before you even get in the car and try and drive somewhere to meet somebody, like, do, do you even can you even talk to the people, in, like you said, in your house about anything? Do you even like? And then this is another thing to ask yourself: What do the people around you care about? Like, the people that are really in your circle, the people that really kick it with you, do you know what they feel? Do you have any sense of what their emotion may be? But the world has tricked us to be so emotionless that even our brother that live right next to us, if they drop dead, the world can keep us so busy that we would forget about that person in an instant. And... Of course, there's always some people that will just cry for weeks and weeks and weeks. But at some point, you're going to get over it, you know. But it's those real true relationships that you need to have. Absolutely. You know, like what impact did you leave on a family? You know, what what did you leave knowledge wise to the next generation so that they can just like. If you're barely making it now. What do you, what in God's name do can you, you think? Pass down? You gotta pass it down. Like what can you pass down if you barely making it? Nothing. Nothing. And, you know, it's like you said, that gap is unfortunately getting wider and you know, if you're not on the right side, you know, it could potentially down, yeah. get dangerous, right? It could potentially yeah. And so I'm just I I I just I'm feel led to pray, man. Like I like Father, 
in the name of Jesus, I come to you today, Lord, just praying over not only people's spiritual needs and emotional needs during this very, very troubling time, Lord, but Father, I pray that their financial needs be met in a way, Lord God, that honors you and honors them and makes them feel like working gives them life instead of sucking the life out of them. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you tap in with each and every one of these people's souls, Lord, and allow your blood to cover them. Wash their eyes, Lord, with your blood and allow them to be able to see in the spirit everything that you have been shielding them from good and dangerous, seen and unseen. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you that your kingdom come sooner than later, Lord, because we see that the time is drawing near and that the wicked are running around at a pace that is absolutely insane. But I do see hope that our people can cry out to you, repent, get this place under control, and we see you soon. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's hmm. a lot to come, man. It's a lot to come. Mm-hmm. I always feel rejuvenated after prayer. Hmm? I always feel rejuvenated after prayer. For real. Mm-hmm. The energy, man. Well, you know, God does say that his presence comes when we pray. You know what I'm saying? So if we want to be in God's presence, we got to pray. You know what I'm saying? So that energy is a real energy, but we don't tap into it enough. You know? Yeah, we definitely do. I mean, but I think it's, it's, it's kind of me. It's like, you know, who, well, I, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't have, I don't know if God is talking to somebody right now and they got some scriptures that we don't know about, you know, in the in the making, but I don't know. You think you're talking to somebody? When I talk to God? I'm just, do, do you think he has... Do you think he has a connection with somebody today like he had a connection with, you know, the men of the Bible back then? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You think there's somebody so in touch with Yahweh that they are like naked? You know what I'm saying? That they talking to him like Moses. (laughs) I I believe that. But what I don't believe, though, is that in our time and dispensation we'll have like a leader that will rise up and like bring black people together or something oh, like no. that you know what i'm saying like there's that's not that's not what i think it it is i believe that there are people that have a absolutely insane connection with god on this earth that talk to him daily you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah 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 because 
if there are demons and witches and warlocks that are out here, like staying up three, four o'clock in the morning, just praying and sacrificing to their demons, there are prayer warriors out there that just sit up all night long and just pray. And like, I've been at prayer, like conferences where people just pray into the wee hours of the morning. Gosh. Yeah. But the energy and the Holy Spirit in those rooms be overflowing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something that you can't really tap into. And that's what that's where it comes back to COVID. I don't like politically how they've systematically put a tighter grip on churches and religion. Hmm. But you'll let a million people come to Walmart every day. But you won't let certain people come together and 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 do their thing. And my thing is, I understand that it's dangerous, but you can't tell people not to have faith in their God, their way. If they all feel comfortable and safe coming, you know, you may call that a hazard, but going to Walmart, we all got to do it. You know what I'm saying? And we all walk through those stores every single day. Hey, bro, but it's it's all part of it, bro. That's only affecting these small places. You got to think everything that is forced to be closed are just really small, you know. Independent in, in shops. In the whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Independent churches, all that. The only places that are remaining open are these mega churches yeah, you know what I'm saying they, got, they people, all got great um, internet ministries and stuff not even know? that but like I've even seen you know um, a clip of you know Joel Osteen you know churches now where they you know it's people in his three story church and they're just sitting you know rows of seats away from each other while oh, he's on, okay. on the stage and stuff so like you said it's just certain businesses and that gap, you know, you just get away with certain shit. Just get away with certain stuff. That's what I'm saying, you know? And it's just like, how do we get those things under control during this next administration to say, hey... We don't. We can't. We can't. (laughs) All we can do is pray. You know what I'm saying? All we can do is pray because none of us are really right. Like, we all just have what we think is going on and how it's affecting us personally, but we have no idea the implications. Because, like, let's say somebody did open up the churches and they were sympathetic to the Christians and an outbreak happened at that church. You know what I'm saying? Then it would be like, see, didn't we didn't we tell the Christians not to do it and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, okay, so I understand why we're not doing it, but the regulations seem excessive when it comes to churches in my opinion like to say if you got a church only 10 people can gather that's a bit outrageous you know what i'm saying when there's a walmart and the line is around the corner and people are i mean can you you know i mean they got costco's open you know what i'm saying costco sam's club it's it's they're not gonna stop their money that's what they're not gonna stop their money that's what i'm saying they're going to stop anybody else's money. They're not going to stop their money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And their money will be anything, like you said, from 
Shoot, I mean, just look at Amazon now. You know what I'm saying? Amazon, how big that got during COVID. Mm-hmm. Look at how much Tesla grew during COVID. Oh, yeah, I know. I've actually benefited. <laughs> you know? And, you know... I'm not... I'm personally not hating on COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I understand that we live in a world that exists outside of our wants and needs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are there are storylines being played out on this planet that have nothing to do with us. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Absolutely nothing to do with me. And I can see the other perspectives of COVID being a great thing for certain people's businesses, for all of these different things. But as a whole, I think the amount of people that have died from COVID, what did they, where is it now to date? I'm not even, I know it's above 200,000. Worldwide or just America? I, that was just America. 200. Yeah. 200k people did if we if let's say we didn't restrict the government as tightly how many how many how much numbers do you think of people would have gotten sick if they didn't put any covid well not anyone but like as far as this lockdown like if the lockdown never happened, if every if, if yeah, if the lockdown never happened, but they mandated PPE and like face masks and all of that, but it just wasn't no lockdown where it's like everybody can still come and do what they got to do. It's just you have to have on gloves and PPE. That's what I'm saying. So can you imagine the amount of people? They don't they don't put the statistic right next to the two hundred thousand deaths. They don't put the statistic of how many people went hungry and died? They don't put the the statistic of how many people have been in mental health institutes. And yeah, this is a wild little situation. We hold on. She she, she. you might want to beep on them because they turned that wheel all types of wrong. Trying to get out of here. Hit beep on them. not know how to drive at all. Oh my. Look how they are. Am I going to have to move mine still for them to get out? Lord. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Please don't hit my car. (laughs) I was about to say, should I back up a look? Maybe. Dang, this is a podcast first right here. Oh Lord, come on, chill out. What is up with this? Look, all right. Oh man, that was too close for comfort. She might gotta get it. I was like, she might gotta get a smaller uh, vehicle, for real. But yeah, do you remember where we were at? Um, Tesla. You were talking about how COVID was a benefit for some businesses. Oh, yeah. Yeah, COVID was definitely the the best thing that happened to 
hand sanitizer. Think about right. the, the year hand sanitizer that had. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Paper towel. Paper towel. Oh, my goodness. All types of general cleaner, disinfectants, and all of these Lysol. things. Lysol. Lysol. Um, bleach. Booming. Bleach. So, in some instances, like I said, like, this is the gold rush for some people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. But it was all planned. That's the thing. It was. It's always planned. That's the thing, and the public is. You. We're even planned too, but we're just not told the plan. I know. And That's it's just like, thing. how do we get to get in on the? How do we know? And like, I think if we. In tune? Yeah, exactly. That's how. Because you know. God, God will let you know. You get in tune. Like some coming. Get into and, and you know he'll just start showing you things that you know may not make sense at first, and you know some you you the key is to have faith in it and just do what he asks. You know, no matter how bizarre the task, you know I'm still learning it. You know what I'm saying? Because it could be the task could be daunting. Mm-hmm. It can be uncomfortable. And sometimes it can make like no sense to you. And you're like, why the fuck does this apply to me? Or why 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 would he want mm-hmm. me to do? You know what I'm saying? Cause you're gonna try to talk yourself out of bettering yourself. As crazy as that sounds, we would love to be complacent more than we would love to like have what God wants for us. Mm-hmm. Because the human body can't take being great. All day long. It's just the lust. It's the lust, yeah. Like, something is going to make you fall. Something wants to make you fall. Exactly. That's all it is, man. It's just the lust, man. This whole world has been designed to make you lust after it. Yeah. Whether that be, you know... You know, we're coming from a guy's perspective. So, you know, the first thing for us is pussies, women. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it be that... Or, you know, for some other guys, you know, they put money first over it. But it's either one or two and two or one. They both in the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know. Because once you got one, the, the other, other one, one you right need there, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Or, or, you know, for some dudes, it's cars. For some dudes, it's, it's, uh, it's just, you know, having power over other dudes for, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever you know what it saying? is. For women, you know, it could be, you know, things their, their in general. Their own beauty. Shows, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just they're inflated. Having everybody just call them Miss Perfect. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a part of the reason why I think. That's the pride of life. Yeah. Seeing but this is why we got to tap in with honoring our time more, you know, because every day we wake up, we're literally given a chance to accomplish the dopest thing that we can think of that day, you know. And if you do that every single day, you'll become really great at accomplishing amazing things. And pretty soon... But we don't uh, even honor like 
like how you were saying like to honor I don't even think we have the morals to even honor know what something. to honor yeah. yeah like we're supposed to honor because discipline elders and things but, like that but discipline makes you appreciate and honor and reverence something because when you have to discipline yourself to achieve something that's like when you start you have no idea when you're going to get to whatever the ultimate goal of you starting this is mm-hmm. but you you buckle your your life down you prioritize correctly and you don't deviate that for long enough to the point where you start to honor what it is that you actually do. You know what I'm saying? You're like, thank you, God, for allowing me to be able to do this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Be- because your discipline has allowed you to become a master in whatever you set your mind on. You know, and if you should be getting what you mastering from God, like mm-hmm. pray and have him seek, like, look through your soul and really find out what you really want to do with your time and dedicate your life to it. Like, what else do you have to do? And, you know, everything like, else that the world provides you that you, you know, take interest in that seems cool, that sounds good, that, you know what I'm saying? That looks good. You know what I'm saying? That just makes you want to go after it instead of what God wants you to do. And, you know, some people, you know, never even get to it. I know. They worked their whole life, never got it. Some people never even get, some people never even get to what God wants them to do. Some people chase the way of the world, you know, their whole life, you know. And I think there's more than, than I think there's more, most, you know. more In more cases. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I not going to lie. I think that's lie. about like 80% of people. But see, remember, that's why I was saying like about the percentages of the amount of people that have lived, mm-hmm. but the percentages of the amount of people that's going to actually make it in. Hmm. It always comes back to that. You and know what I'm saying? People uh well, see, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about because I also learned that it's not only going to be the Jews, you know, that will be, you know, saved, you know, his chosen people, but it, it'll be a mix with, you know, with the Gentiles. Of course. Yeah, 100%. He made a way for them by dying on the cross. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. And so, you know, you don't think, Yo, you don't just hope, you know, it'll just be more people to repent, or you you just know. Oh, no, 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 no. No, this is my thing. You just know. Even Jesus said, the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people that won't have an intimate relationship with God during their life because the people that are around them are kind of keeping them busy enough to never really need to tap in with God. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they never have somebody like, yo, stop. Pray. And get in contact with what you need. What you, you know, for your life. Mm -hmm. Like, some people live their whole life in their friend groups and in their social circles. Like, 
a lot of people can't be alone with themselves to like search up and down and really know who they're made out of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What what really makes them tick? Because only God can show you who you really are. I be see and see. I'm so strict with prayer now. And when I say, I'm for real, when I say God, I say his name because I think that, you know, who knows when other people say God, who, who they talk, who about. they praying about. Yeah. So, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't know who they be talking about. So, you know, unless they say Jesus or, you know, sometimes other people, they just say, God, you know, I always, I'm, like I said, I'm just taking a. It's it's hard to trust people nowadays. You know, it's yeah, a lot know. of scamming. It's a lot mm-hmm. of two-faced. And so I just take a lot of things, especially from people, you know, that I don't know with a grain of salt. You know, if it doesn't correlate with what the books say, I'm sorry. You know, it just... Of course. It, it, I got to drop it. You know what I'm saying? Now, if 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 it doesn't go against the word... And, you know, it's not, you know, yeah, it basically, if it just doesn't go against God's word and, you know, I have free realm outside of, like, of that structure to do whatever and, you know, it pertains, like you said, to me learning a skill, then, yeah, I definitely got to learn that. But anything, like I said, like I be telling people now, like, don't come at don't come at me with no horoscope stuff. Oh, I know, I know. Like, I get I get approached with horoscope stuff so much, and they like you don't you don't it, like, it, bro, it, that stuff is not real, bro. It, no, 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 it is real. It actually is. That's the problem because it's witchcraft. It's sorcery. You're beseeching a different thing other than God to determine life choices or to get insight on who you are. That's wrong. Right, you supposed to be. You supposed to be praying because you praying to a false idol, and you basically well, no, these people are yourself in a box. But these people are getting what they want from it. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're getting what they want. Yeah, it's control. It's it's a false sense of control for real. It's a lot of pleasure in it, you know. So man, I just like I like I said, it's things now. I just tell people like, bro, like don't come at me with that stuff. And you know, even with the holidays now. Oh, I like, know. Yeah, man, I, 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 I don't fool with it. I don't want no parts of it. Not no more. Halloween. I was like, my father used to be a big Halloween guy. Really? Yeah, like he had us watching Child's Play as kids. You know, <laughs> like he had us watching. I used to be scared of Chuck. Jason, Freddy, uh, Helsing. Like yeah, I mean, Michael some of the. Myers. Michael Myers, you know what I'm saying? We seen everything yes, you could sir. think of. Candyman, all of, Candy man, all yep. of them. And him? one of the things that I realized was it gives you a taste of blood. A visual taste of blood. Like it's it's a visual blood sacrifice. And it's one of the main reasons I grew up and loved Game of Thrones because it gave me a visual blood sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Like, like in our in our bodies, seeing something that excites your fear so much, people don't realize that there's like dopamine and yeah, all of these. Di- yeah, it's it. a lot of stuff in that. Like, yeah. you want to go to a, a a horror house? One of them, you know, the little haunted houses. I mean, there's there's a lot of. 
adrenaline. Pain joy, yeah. Yeah, that's There's what a it lot is. of like pain joy. Like that joy. Basically, it's, it's just adrenaline. It's adrenaline. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at those things visually, it stimulates that form of adrenaline when you're watching a horror movie and the suspense builds and builds and builds and then boom. Mm-hmm. It just you be like, oh, you know that's what everybody say, like, oh no, like. But oh. you can get that from so many things. Bro. Oh yeah, you get oh, that yeah. from roller coasters. Yeah, you get that from sexual orgasms. Yeah, you get people get that from food orgasms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can get that feeling, that ooh feeling from so many different worldly, you know, pleasures. You know. That it, it could it, it could go on forever. You could want it to. You could. And some, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it definitely doesn't. Everything will run out of its. You can't have too much of a good thing, basically. Mm, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Nah, you can't. You definitely can't. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. And for those that, you know, we see, you know, living that lifestyle that we all that we. Low, like you said, that 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 dark that we all want, you know. Yeah, what I'm the sin inside of us is right. like, come on, this will make your body feel real good. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what people don't understand. That's the unseen fight. That's yeah, something that makes you feel good, but because again, God has just put every God has a way of just knowing what's in everybody, what He's put in everybody. And so the reason, again, you have to follow God's law is not because it's not what's best for you, but it's what's best for everybody. If everybody follow God's law, then nobody has a problem. That's the thing. But but then when somebody wants to fit the law for what they want, you know what I'm saying? Now they got to be inclusion and yeah, this, that, and the third. Exactly. Then it just becomes a problem when people start to interpret it for what they want or start to change it yeah. or just don't want to follow it. Yeah. Then that's when it becomes a problem. And see, it's it's absolutely brilliant that God would make your judgment based on one choice. Not a million choices. You ain't got to, you got to make one choice. Mm-hmm. And God is going to look at his judgment notebook at the end when you looking at him dead in his face and he's going to say, I know the answer to this, but did you accept Jesus Christ as your savior? Or, and what did, you know, like, what did you do? Explain yourself. Right, right. Explain yourself, son. Or explain yourself. Uh, baby, daughter, whatever. You, whatever you going to say. Another, yeah, whatever you going to say to us. He might and, call us by a name. He might call us by a name we don't even know we got. And he's going to say either, well done, my good and faithful servant. Or he's going to say, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Those are the two things that can be said at the day of judgment when you are at the right well you won't be at the right hand of, of God that, that'll be Jesus but um, you'll be in front of them being judged at the throne and there's only two pla- you can go to through this gate the gates of heaven or you could be dragged down into the gates of hell and then later thrown into the lake of fire once 
the devil gets judged. Right. With everybody else. With everybody else. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. So do you think that when, you know, when it comes to that judgment and, you know, God's, you know, he got his scroll and he just reading everybody's <laughs> list, you think... They say you can it's hear. It's going to be a whole lot more bad <laughs> on people's lives than, than more good. Even for the people who make it in, it's probably going to be more bad than good. Oh, absolutely. I, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. God, that just makes you think like the bad. That's what I'm saying. That people, you're going to be like, yo, you crossed so many people, bro. <laughs> like, hell no, you deserve to go there. <laughs> This nigga crossed like 20 of his homies. But see, this is the thing. It wouldn't even be about how much dirt you do. It would be about did you or did you not make a change during your life to follow God? That's all. And that's how good God actually is because there's murderers. But it's still, but like you said, it still won't be a lot of people. I know. That's like, and see, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, regardless of even that. It's just like wow. There's, you know, you you would you would want there to be more people in heaven. I'm not but, gonna say that there's not gonna be a lot of people in heaven because it's gonna be everybody who's ever lived on Earth. Right, 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 right. That's a lot of freaking people. I mean, it, not really, because you got to think right now. It, it's a let's just say it's let's just say it's eight billion right now. It was. It's never been more than what it's been now. So at least going down, I would say it's probably no more than like twenty billion people that have ever lived. Because and, it and, didn't grow. Okay, and what percent of them? Let's just take the twenty. Yeah, so we billion. got twenty billion, right? You got twenty billion. That's all it. How many make it in? And this is we, we clearly we'll never know how many people make it, and we're just speculating, like you know. Okay, so if we know the people from the Old Testament, like Moses and all, they're making it in. And like I said, we know that they are less of the population than it is now. Mm-hmm. And since we are estimating that more, but did it say in the book that more will go to hell? I don't know. I don't think they ever really say specified. I, I can't say. I don't know if I've ever read in the Bible okay. that. I can't say that. I don't know. Well, I, well, I don't know. Out of twenty billion, I must. I I, I must say at. Le- well, you know I what? I must say he, at least fifteen. This, maybe the fifteen billion out of twenty. We'll go to heaven. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would hope so. I don't believe that. Damn. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Nah. You think no, you. Hold on. (laughs) Nah, that number, you, you very generous. I just, I thought we got it. Hey, man. Because, because one. So you you don't think that many people going to just accept God? But but this is the thing. Or you think they just not, again, you don't think they're going to repent? No, this is the thing. This is the thing. Okay. Because you asked me. What did you ask me before? How many? Uh, so we, it's twenty billion. Twenty billion. And we and we, I, and I asked you. Oh did no, the you book did say, the book. And here's why I'm, I might be wrong okay. because in the book, Jesus 
Jesus does say that it'll be it'll like he talks about different types of people that like, won't make it in. Like it say won't or be difficult. I just know one verse where he say a rich man will be difficult. Well, yeah, no, he has some that that won't make it in, like people that are like mm. open adulterers. You know what I'm saying? That aren't repenting from what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like they just oh wow. living so in adultery. Like yeah, gay people that are like unrepentive about what they're doing. Like these people can say that they're whatever, like saved or whatever, but if they're still practicing those same things or whatever, like they would have to give their life over to God. Now, see, now that's why I say about the repentance part. Right. Because, like I said, I know it's a lot of people that say that they believe in God. Right. But right, they right. don't, but they're not living. And how can his, you know if somebody believes in God if they're not living by what the, the God, what God is saying? Hey, That's uh, what gets suspicious to it's me. It's a lot of people out here. They do that. It's a, it's, it's a lot of people that say they believe. Man. And the, and the biggest thing, the biggest thing, the easiest thing that you can point them out is just fornication. That's what I'm saying. That's the, but it's like, you don't even have to, it's everywhere, bro. So imagine all of the people that have lived and God is excluding all of the fornicators, all of the adulterers. All of the homosexuals, all of the blasphemers, but that's all what I'm of saying. the you don't think some of them will be you will real repent? Yes, I do. One hundred. But you just think most of them won't. It's not that I think most of them won't. It's that it must. It, I must have read something in the Bible that is truly making me believe that they just because, not going go. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because it's like. Even even in the Bible, somewhere it says the road is narrow. Yes, long and narrow. And the the road to destruction is wide. Mm-hmm. And God says that many will go down the road to destruction, but only few will go down the the straight and narrow path. So that uh, that lets me know that out of the twenty billion people that have that have survived, it's more like the five billion. Will make it in, and everybody else is probably going to be going to hell. Oh my God! It's not even fifty-fifty with you. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Oh my goodness! Because you have to, in my book, when God talks to you, He has to literally know you. Like He has to be like, I had. A relationship. You gave your heart to me. I remember when you did. I remember you turning yourself around. And I remember, you know, all of these. So you think a lot of people going to pull the card like, God, I'm not perfect. Like, you of ain't going to forgive a homie. And God going to be like, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. Yes. I, I, I believe. I leave. Oh, I, please don't do that to me. Please don't do that to me. Oh my God! Yes, I actually. I cry so hard. Oh my God! I my my soul cries out for the, for those who truly don't accept God in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like people that are like, like tell me this: Do you do you believe that atheists will go to to unrepented atheists will go to heaven? Well, no. That's why I'm saying it's two parts. 
the repentance is the yeah is is do you believe in God first? Mm-hmm. So that's something that everyone who don't believe in God is first gonna have to overcome. Yeah, exactly. Like when they see it, so they're gonna even be like, think about that, huh? Even think about that in well, your right, numbers. No, right? Well, in your numbers. Well, they uh, well seeing as though. The most widespread religion is Christianity. Most people already believe in God. So I was talking about Abraham and Noah and how even in their time and dispensation, more of the population on Earth at that time hated God mm-hmm. and, and, and did not want to follow his ways and keep his his way holy and like. Even when you went into modern times, let's say Moses in them times, like which is a lot further down that timeline, even in Moses's time, the Egyptians and most of the nations outside of the true Israelites did not worship the God of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like they were lost. People were worshiping Pharaoh in Egypt. Yeah. They had completely been conquered by the demonic entities because they didn't have any real structure. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, where did people come from? Who? Just the people. The Egyptians and all of these different, yeah. like... I, did, I, I think that... Are they people of the demons? No, I wouldn't say that. I believe that there were humans on, you know, um, on Earth of different tribes. But I believe during like Adam and Eve's day that. You think once they started branching out, people just started becoming corrupt. But like by what? Like how did these new. Well, see, that's where the apocrypha and stuff comes in. Remember how I would tell you about Genesis six and the flood and the no in with Noah and all of that. I thought and, Noah that was just in the Old Testament. What's new in the apocrypha? Well, about in the Noah? well in the apocrypha, they talk about like, um, well, it's really the book of of Enoch. It's really yes. the book of Enoch. Okay, Enoch talks about. The fallen angels, and this is the part of, because of our Bible angels, that was taken out. Cause, right, because I learned that there were angels that followed Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer took a third of the angels with him. Mm-hmm. At okay. one point, they all had actual bodies. Like, like when they fell to Earth, they had bodies. Right. Like the angelic beings, like they could, they could kind of they they could inhabit bodies at that point. Um, but when God flooded the earth, he killed all of the demon offspring because the angels was actually having sex with the women of right, earth. Right, right, right. Yeah, and they were having demonic offspring. Right. Yes, some of those bloodlines, I believe, still exist today. You know what I'm As, saying? Oh, absolutely. So you think that... But no, where... God wiped those out. I'm sorry, they don't exist today in human form. God actually wiped those out because during Noah's time... He was the only person whose whose blood wasn't genetically altered by the by the demons. He hadn't laid down and fornicated and like 
made some hybrid offspring during that day. So God had to literally wipe the earth clean, reset and start over with Noah mm -hmm. and the demons and all of them that was doing all of that. They died right along with it, except for the demons and stuff that that survived in the water. Those ones still exist. You know which one? Which one? All that's in the book of Enoch. All of that's in the book of Enoch, and like they say, you can't really—it's not canon for the, from the Bible. So it's—it's it's more so like I can. It's—it seems inspired because even Jesus references Enoch in so uh, in the Bible. That's probably what it is. I got to read it in the Hebrew because the English version of it kind of they be saying certain things that could translate into. It goes against what the Bible is saying, but I don't I don't think so. Okay. You know, like it's a meaning behind what, what yeah. the words is really trying to put. Yeah. I feel yeah. Like, I feel so I I believe that's what's about to happen. You know what I'm saying? They even say in the book of Enoch. Revelation Well Revelation Is really just The book of Enoch coming back Yeah it, it, it's the book of Enoch Well the days of Noah coming back And It's like All the Old Testament Like the All the book of Revelation is Is just like memories Or, or visions from Prophecies from Daniel And prophecies from John and they just all come in true in these letters. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, and also like instructions from the book of Enoch telling you how to like prepare and mm -hmm. what's like surfacing and stuff like that. And okay, so I, I gotta get on the book of Enoch. Okay. We're yeah. doing that tonight then. I just finished with the story of Samson. Oh, finally. You said <laughs> You said you wanted to get into Samson. I just finished with the story of Samson, my guy. What did you find? What What did you? Because I that was one of my favorites as a kid. Really? Yeah, I okay. like Samson. So, um, with the story of Samson, tragic, but you know, Samson was, um, Samson was a trial and error before Jesus. <laughs> For real, like. When I as I was learning about Samson, Samson had a lot of parables with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like they shared a lot of things from their story. Of course, Jesus, like you know, is the Messiah, but Samson was the quote unquote Messiah for the Israelites because Samson was the hero who started the revolution for freedom for the Israelites against oh the Palestines. Mm -hmm. Palestinians. The Palestinians. There there you go. Excuse me. And um Yeah man so uh his mother like Samson Whose name in Hebrew transfers, I say transfers, translate, translates to um, Shamshon, Shamshon, I think it's Shamshon, 
And Shamshon means um man of the sun. Mm. So basically, his he, he was like he was basically uh, he you would call him Sunny. <laughs> like basically, he that was his name, Sunny. Like what's Sonny. up, Sunny? Yeah. What's up, Sonny? <laughs> and um, Shimshon, Shimshon. There we go, Shimshon. And uh, he was born under a specific covenant with his oh, mother. Yeah. And. Basically, he had this incredible Hulk-like strength that was protected by his hair. And nobody else knew but Samson and his, and his, and his mother. And then um, uh, as he's growing older, he... Uh, as he's growing older, he meets this one chick... Who's not from any of the uh, uh, tribes? That they're not from any of like God's yeah, they're people. Gentile. They're yeah, Gentiles. Yeah, they, right. So he meets this woman, and he basically just marries her. And actually, before he marries her, actually, he has a fight with the devil. And how do we know it's the devil? And it's because the devil, when he's introduced, I've forgotten in like what book. I want to say it was like either Luke or Matthew that the guy was referencing. But in either Luke or Matthew, the devil is referenced as like a lion. And he'll just devour anybody mm-hmm. on the earth. You know what I'm saying? And so Samson wrestles the devil and he beats him. And... He, like, also, like, and it's weird because, like, when he beats him, like, he gets honey. Yeah. I don't know what the significance of that is yet. Dude, can you elaborate yeah, on I that, Yeah, I can mouth? elaborate. Okay. So, he ends up later on, because of the covenant in Samson where he was, uh, where he was, um, a set-off person, like, he had to live by different rules. Right. And... That he a part of the covenant was he couldn't touch anything dead, right? And he couldn't drink wine, right? right. I forgot all about that. He found a beautiful honey comb in a dead like lion or some type of carcass, and when he reached in and took some of the honey out, I believe it hurt the covenant, like. Oh. Like he wasn't, he wasn't strong. Something, something happened with the covenant where okay. he he wasn't supposed to touch the dead body, but he did. Okay, so he broke that. So that was the significance of the line and the honey. So, like, as you said, like he has, um, he cannot also drink wine. That is also part of the covenant, and he also, like you said, cannot cut his hair. Um. So like I said, he meets this woman who's not part of his family. He ends up marrying her, but it's a catch. Delilah. No, not Delilah yet. Oh, it was his first, first wife. wife. Yeah, okay. Delilah wasn't even his wife. Right. So he he never like broke God's word, which is dang it's so wow. So um, he ends up uh, like I said, he ends up marrying this woman, but the men of her tribe. Basically are like set up 
by Samson because Samson gives them this riddle that they have to solve. And the men can't solve the riddle, so they blackmail Samson's wife. And um, Samson ends up finding out that they blackmailed her. And he ends up, like, burning their whole field of crops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, because of that, they ended up killing her and her family. Mm. And so, because of that, Samson, like, runs away. He, like, leaves his family and he runs away. He, I mean, he didn't have, like, children. He, like, left, like, you know, his mother and father and stuff. And he run, he leaves to like the village of the Jews. So the Palestinians ended up like coming to the village of the Jews. The Jews betray Samson, turn him in. And so Samson is now like captive at this village. And doesn't he end up like breaking away from them? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he ends up breaking away from them. And then as he's, like, escaping that village, he, that's when he meets Delilah, I mm. think. Mm. And here's where I say, what did you learn from it? Uh, okay, so he meets Delilah, and Delilah is, like, it's kind of weird because, like, this is actually he he admit the Bible mentions that he he's in love with Delilah, mm-hmm. but it never said him anything about being in love with his first wife. He wasn't. <laughs> so that's so weird. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's not even. I keep saying his first wife, but it's not like he even married again. So he wasn't in love with his wife, but he was in love with this woman named Delilah. So. Delilah is, I forgot, but she had like some, she had like some place of stature, uh, in with her village and, um, uh, I forgot how they became like intertwingled, but they, uh, they basically ended up, you know, liking each other and, she Delilah would always well basically she noticed that Samson had like this incredible strength and then it came like the same situation came upon Samson again where the village men were blackmailing Delilah to find out how Samson you know gets his strength because basically they couldn't capture this man so they were trying to find out how to capture him I'm going to give, can I give one footnote? Yeah, go ahead, absolutely. The strength that Samson was receiving when he performed these amazing acts was a foreshadowing of the Holy Spirit. Yes. But go ahead. So, um, as Delilah is like, you know, egging him and egging him to find out how Samson, you know, has his strength. And, you know, he just keeps lying to him and lying to her until he finally caves in. And then she ends up cutting his hair 
in his sleep. Mm. And then, you know, the people from the village, they she ends up alerting them. They ended up coming in and capturing Samson and torturing him and asking him, you know, how does he get his strength? And, you know, basically just beating him to death for causing so much trouble among their people, even though he really didn't. And he he did. He did. <laughs> He killed a lot of people that you're not mentioning, but <laughs> but go ahead. He did. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Elaborate. So he was in wars, like, and Samson would be killing thousands and thousands of men, like, with just a jawbone, and like things that would blow your mind, like how he was like, people got swords. He taking a jawbone, and he's from like an animal dogging like six men at a time you know what i'm saying like when you really dig into samson's war record okay he was he was more than than what people portray him as like he was like a general in the army you know like the way his mind like he, he he had such an impact on the battlefield that he had to be somebody you know what I'm saying? Like, but see, this is all for a reason because again, he was set to deliver the Israelites exactly. from. So he was meant. So I'm glad you brought that up because when I learned that, he ain't never talk about that. That's what I was like, <laughs> Hold up. I'm about to go back and read that for real now. Um, he was talking about how, um, dang, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, he never talked about how Samson was killing anybody. But he talked about how Samson did start wars because that was, like, his purpose from God. Yeah, but some of these wars, uh-huh. he settled by himself. Like, oh. he started a whole war with a nation. And he would end it. He, <laughs> he himself would go out there, nobody else, and crush everybody. Tough. And that's that was a foreshadowing of the Holy Spirit, like just how dominant it was yeah. over. That's like I said, he's yeah. it's the. Per-